Hello friends, Brian Gailey, Klamath Falls News. Welcome to Ask Klamath. It's season four, episode number 10. It's actually our season finale here today. We're joined here today by Todd Hogarth. Todd is the fair manager of the Klamath County Fairgrounds. We're going to be talking about the upcoming fair. We're just, what, less than 30 days away from fair? Yep. It's going to be here before we know it. All sorts of fun, concerts, rodeo, all that we're going to be talking about. We're going to be talking about a new mission statement from the uh, Klamath County Fair Board, as well as some other things, uh, funding and, and some other stuff. So guys, Lots of stuff. We're going to be even taking your questions live here on the show. But before we get all to that, Samantha, roll that intro. Hello, friends. Welcome to today's live broadcast of Ask Klamath, presented by the Klamath County Fairgrounds. We actually have Klamath County Fairgrounds in the house today uh, on this season four, episode number 10, airing live July 3rd, 2019. We got Todd Hogarth. Todd is the fair manager of the Klamath County Fairgrounds. Happy to have you here today. A um, little bit of background on Todd, if you, if you don't know, uh, he was born and raised right here in the Klamath Basin and is the current fair manager of the Klamath County Fairgrounds. He's also the director of Area 5 of the Oregon Fairs Association that includes Klamath, Jackson, Josephine, and Curry counties. Uh, he's a member of the Western Fairs Association and the International Association of Fairs and Expositions. You do a lot of stuff. I do a lot of stuff. Uh, in his past, he serves as vice president of the Kingsley Bowman. He was a 4-H leader and a coach of multiple youth sports. He's an avid outdoorsman, loves hunting and fishing, uh, boating like a lot of us around here, and spending time with his family. Todd, welcome to the show. There's a lot of stuff there. You do a lot of things. I do. What, what's not included in the bio there that you do do? Uh, you you pretty much covered it. Um, you know, we're pretty, pretty, uh, pretty tied in with OFA, Oregon Fairs Association. Uh, that's, that's pretty time consuming. Um, love to hunt and fish. Uh, Love, you know, spending time with the family. Um, got a grandbaby coming in December. Congratulations. Uh, yeah, pretty stoked about that. Grandpa. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> really, really excited to uh, to have that happen. And yeah, that's, I mean, you covered it pretty well. All right. Well, we're going to be taking your questions live in the comments. So if you've got a question for Todd or the fair or fairgrounds or the fair board, get those in the comments below. We'll be taking those a little bit later in the show. Um, we're going to be taking our first commercial break in a little bit, but before we do, some questions for you, Todd. Um, Fairgrounds, how long has that been around? I know it's been around a long time. For all, some of the locals that have been here a while can remember the old wooden grandstands. How long has it been around? So, so we actually this year, um, Todd's going to come out and do some stuff from the museum, and we're going to have a tour of the fairgrounds and, and uh, kind of a history presentation. Uh, we had that set for last month, but we've kind of scooted that back just uh, because we, we don't have all the pieces yet to, mm -hmm. to all the history. Um, the farthest back we can find is the, the first one wasn't an official fair, but it was very fair-like, and that was 1898. Ooh, that's way back. Uh, and we actually have some photos. Um, and then um, I think it was uh, 1905, I believe. I, I wrote it down. Um, and I have since lost it, but uh, I think it's 1905 was the first fair. And there's we I some of this I didn't know until we started digging into it. But um, sorry, Sam, that's probably loud. Um, so 
there's actually been four fairgrounds. I, I knew there were, had been two, um, but there's been four. Um, I didn't know about one that was on Reader Road, um, and there were several fairs on Reader Road. <laughs> um, one out by uh, the Shell Ranch and one down by Horseshoe Dam. Um, which we, I, I did not know about. And I didn't then, know about those either. And then out towards the old KLAD building behind the uh, cell yard was another uh, fairgrounds. And this fairgrounds, I think was 1924, 1924, I'm pretty sure, um, the fairgrounds that we now existingly have was, was created. So it's coming up on 100 years in its current location, and it's been around since 1895. 1898, 1898. Was, was the oldest picture we can find, and we've we've found some um, articles uh, from uh, 1910, um, just different stories about the fairgrounds and and uh, fair board uh, appointees and other things. So. So I'm sure it's changed over the years. Where it was yeah. 100 years ago isn't where it is today. Sure. What is the fairgrounds today, and how has that evolved over time? Um, I mean, really, the fairgrounds is is um, we we like to say it's the community couch, but it's um, you know, if we're going to have uh, a community event that's going to affect everyone in the community, uh, we want we want it there. Um, the the Jordan Cove pipeline stuff, you know, we just had a, a big day down there with with the um, with the feds down there taking statements. Uh, the water users, uh, you know, and the crises mm -hmm. we've had with that, um, those 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 should be at the fairgrounds and and have been. Um, it's also you know uh, a rental facility for ninety percent of the year. It's um, People, a lot of people think that we put on the, the events. We don't. We don't put on very many events at the fairgrounds. The fairgrounds themselves, uh, two auctions, the fair, um, spring carnival. Um, but other than that, the rest of those, you know, that's a private company coming in, renting the facilities from us, and putting on an event. Monster truck, uh, the Kurt Sipes Memorial, um, uh, most of the events, gun show, all of that. You know, that's being produced by somebody else, and, mm -hmm. and they're renting the facilities from us. So. Really, we're, we're a rental facility and a gathering place for the community. And, um, and I mean, I, th I think we're doing a pretty good job at it. Is a rental facility typical for fairgrounds in the state of Oregon? No. Um, I mean, a lot of them do have rentals. Um, I think, you know, we're, we're like 430-some events this year. Uh, that's totally out of character for, for the majority of the fairgrounds mm -hmm. in, in, the, in the state. Um, they're, they're, I'm not saying we're the only one that's like that, but um, we're it's it's kind of unique. So, so you're heavily involved in a lot of different things: the Oregon Fairs Association, international stuff, and on and on and on. How did you get started with the fairgrounds? How did you get involved in all this? <laughs> um, well, the, at the very first time I worked at the fairgrounds was '83, and I went to work for John just as a maintenance guy, and then. Um, I think I went back in 89 and then worked for another year or two and then went to work for county maintenance, um, just kind of transferred over to county maintenance. <clears throat> um, and then uh, kind of was a stay-at-home dad for a while with the boys. Uh, I had a saddle shop for a little while and, and still did that while I stayed at home with the boys, but uh, got to be a stay-at-home dad, which was the best job I've ever had. Um, and then... Uh, and then, um, I don't know, it was 2009, I think, 2009, yeah, uh, 2009, 2000, yeah. I went back to work for the 
for the uh, just took a maintenance job. Mm -hmm. And as time progressed, um, the manager uh, resigned and and I was offered the job and kind of wishy washed around about it a little bit, but took the job and and I'm happy I did. I, I've I've enjoyed it. It's definitely been a little different under your home, which is, is, is it's it's a little different. Yeah, it's not necessarily I'm not going to say it's a good thing or a bad thing compared to where it was. It's just different from where it has been. And and it's really nice to see where the fairgrounds is going. We, we we've we've really made a conscious effort to to try to upgrade um, when we can and where we can. And we try to give uh, the folks of the of the county a, a different look at fair uh, as much as we can. It's it's hard to do. We're we're very pigeonholed on some things, you know. Uh, right now, with the current layout of the fairgrounds, food court's got to be where food court's at. So you can't really you can't really mess with that. Um, you know, the the uh, free stage by the food court kind of has to be where it is. Mm -hmm. um, but when <clears throat> where we can and when we can, we've made some changes, and we try to do some drastic stuff each year. Um, you know, we planted the new lawn in front of the event center and tore down the old uh, concession stand and bathrooms, which were only used once a year. So, um, you know, it, it does it put a little bit of a problem on the bathrooms. We we put some porta potties out, and and there are bathrooms very close to that in the event center mm -hmm. and the outdoor arena. So we felt like we were okay there, um, <clears throat> but just you know, reworking some flower beds or putting new signs up. Um, you know, we've we've gone through a lot of paint, thousands and thousands of dollars of paint, um, roofs on buildings, uh, new tractors, new new equipment, um, which is partially because of our auction, which we you know we started, um, and the auction is literally why we have most of the equipment we have now because it's helped pay for that and it's put money into the pot for the new outdoor arena, which we're right now kind of contemplating working on so right and so we're going to be talking about funding here in just a little bit about how things come about how you guys generate your funding and your revenue and things like that the auction is is one of those ways that you are able to do that right but not only it's kind of a public auto a public auction where you guys get a percentage but right. you also buy from it too absolutely yeah. right just there's recently, a good deal in there you bet we'll, you, you just we'll recently buy. the last one uh, you, you sold a forklift and bought another one yep. and you go and you sold off a water truck and sold a water truck and bought a, well we bought the water truck from another county department but uh prior to the sale yeah we we'd picked up a water water truck and and sold our old water truck in there uh yeah we've we've sold quite a bit of equipment in the auction and we've picked up probably four items in the, in the auction for, for the fairgrounds. So. Right. And so it's, it's a really good deal. If you guys haven't been out to that, there's one coming up in October. You're going to want to watch for that. Um, so going back to your job and what you do and you don't do, what would you say has been your favorite part and least favorite part of your job? Uh, I think the people of the community are probably my favorite part of the job. Uh, the, the people that come back for event after year, year, you know, year after year, uh, the bull cell committee, I, I actually adore all those people. They're really good people. Uh, Pat Clinic, uh, Jamie Berg's uh, bull mania, but the the people are, are are probably my favorite. Okay, and flip side of that, what's your least favorite? The part? people, <laughs> the, <laughs> the same people I was just talking about. Uh, <laughs> no, it's a love and hate. <laughs> uh, no, it, in some ways, it's really true. Uh, you know, people. Uh, just recently, I, I was talking to you earlier about um, people posted after the Spring Carnival, which Spring Carnival is in June, early June, and uh, people were posting on Facebook it was the worst Klamath County Fair they'd ever been to, but it, they hadn't been to the Klamath County Fair, they'd been to Spring Carnival. Right. Um, so, 
it, it just, you know, and then it's a post and everybody sees it. And, and so you, you get a little annoyed with that, but it's, it's just education. Mm -hmm. It's, it's just education. So, um, so for clarification during fair, a carnival is there, but the carnival is not fair. Absolutely. 100% stated it, correctly. <laughs> it's just part of it. Um, so taking a look at a couple other things here, the, uh, the fair board and a little bit of transparency, I'm actually on the Klamath County fair board. So just so you guys know here, the fair board recently changed its mission statement, uh, to, yeah. to read the mission of the Klamath County fair board is to provide a safe, modern public facility that will provide recreational enjoyment, youth education, local agricultural promotion, economic development and entertainment for all ages. Uh, if we were planning ahead, we could probably put that on the screen, but we weren't. Um, what what does that mean for the fair board and for the fairgrounds? And why was it changed, Todd? Well, I think it was changed mostly because the old one was just really, really wordy. Uh, it was four times as long as this one. And we just wanted to condense it and, and have it something that we could say mm -hmm. and know without having to read it. Um, I don't think I'm there yet, but, uh, <laughs> no, I'm not, I gotta still read it. Um, but, but I mean, that kind of was the plan and it just, um, I don't know that we really, I don't know that we really changed it. I think we changed how we say it. Okay. I think the old one pretty much said the same thing. Mm -hmm. I just think it was really long and, um, didn't need to be, um, you know, we've, we've got plans to, to maybe do some new stuff at the fairgrounds and we wanted something that. If we wanted to put it on a wall, it'd fit. <laughs> so uh, this one will. Um, our, I think, you know, I, I, I can't speak for the fair board uh, totally, but I, I can say that the youth is is a very very big thing to all of us, mm -hmm. and I do believe it is it is uh, our main mission is is to do just that is educate and promote the youth of Klamath County. Um, and I think we're doing a pretty good job at that. I just think our old mission statement kind of lost that in translation a little bit. All right. Good to know. We're actually taking our first commercial break here in just a moment. We're going to be taking your live questions during the show as well. So this is an excellent time for you to get those questions in. Um, got a lot more to talk about with Todd. We're going to be talking next about this year's fair just a few weeks down the road, a few days, it, if you really think August about 1st, it. August 1st. August 1st. We'll be right back. Get your questions in. We'll see you in just a moment. Big shows at this year's Klamath County Fair. Thursday night, August 1st, rooted in tradition in both sound and style, the Trio Midland. The 2018 ACM Awards New Vocal Group of the Year, Midland, Thursday night, August 1st. Pre-sale party zone tickets are 30 bucks and general admission are 10. Friday night, August 2nd, newcomer John Wolf will bring world-class country music from the American heartland to the stage at the Klamath County Fairgrounds. John Wolf. Pre-sale party zone tickets are $10 each. And Saturday night, August 3rd, touting several platinum selling albums, 10 number one singles, and multiple ACM and CMA awards. And now at the Klamath County Fair, Lone Star. Pre-sale party zone tickets are $15 and general admission are 10 at the fairgrounds and online at KlamathCountyFair.com.
you can have your car taken to the shop of your choice. So my friend had her car taken to Excel Auto Body because she heard about their reputation for excellent work. They even gave her a written warranty that's good for as long as she owns that car. So Excel Auto Body is a very smart choice. Hi, I'm Rourke, owner of Excel Auto Body. No matter if the damage is minor or major, you'll want to choose us now. So if you are ever in an accident, you'll be ready. And remember, it's your choice what body shop you go to. Choose Excel Auto Body. It's your car, our reputation. Slow down. Slow down and move over. And move over. When you see lights, vests, all reflectors. Please, give us some room. Slow down and move over. When you need us, we've got your back. Do you have ours? You got our back? You got ours? You got our back? Please, slow down. And move over. Hello, friends. Brian Gailey here. Welcome back to Ask Klamath, presented by the Klamath County Fairgrounds. It is episode number 10, our season finale here of uh, season number four. Uh, we're joined here today by Todd Hogarth. Todd is the fair manager of the Klamath County, fair board, uh, Klamath County Fairgrounds. Um, this segment is actually brought to you by Coastal Farm and Ranch. You see their logo there in the corner. Uh, thank you, Coastal, for being a sponsor of this show. They are serving you, they are serving you in the Pacific Northwest at 17 locations, including right here in Clown Falls at 1776 Avalon Street. Since 1970, 63 we're just what the country needs coastal farm and ranch thanks guys uh how about some more questions todd sure all right let's talk a bit about fair you've actually got a, a proof there of the uh upcoming uh, fair schedule of schedule events. of events um that is coming out those things will be hitting the, the shelf pretty soon uh just lost the tv there there and it's back we were just talking about the computer here just a second ago off, off camera um so talking about the, the fair what's the status right now where are we at how are things going um, well, we're, we're definitely in countdown mode. Uh, they're, they're going really well. I, I think we're ahead of schedule on, on most of what we got to get done. Um, you know, we moved, uh, we'll probably talk about it, but, uh, we moved rodeo outside this year mm -hmm. and, uh, we're going to be bringing bleachers over from Jackson County to facilitate the crowds for that. Um, we, uh, we're doing some new electrical work, uh, behind the event center. We'll be trenching for that after the 4th of July stuff. I didn't want somebody falling in a hole. And um, other than that, you know, we've got uh, pins to set up and, and uh, rodeo to, fit, you know, finish up in the outdoor arena. But we're, we're ready for fair. We're, we're set. So what, what all goes into preparing the fairgrounds, get it ready for, for fair? It's four days, but it's not, it takes a lot of prep. Yeah, we, no, we start in June. We hire, we hire 20 high school kids usually. Um, uh, 10 boys, 10 girls. Um, we, they start, you know, we buy a whole bunch of flowers from FFA, um, and, and more, mm -hmm. uh, but they, they start as soon as they're out of school, usually the week right after, um, the, they'll start planting flowers, painting, um, just setting up everything we've got to set up and we, we still have events going on while we're doing that. So we're, we're, you know, trying to facilitate those events and, and prep everything for fair. Um, it's 56 acres to, to have clean and nice. And, uh, we, we do a seal coat on the gravel. It's called dust off so that it, you know, if the wind blows or, or animals are walking across there, it's not blowing dust. Um, we, uh, yeah, I mean, we pretty much the whole place. We've got a street sweeper that we own. We sweep all the streets. We uh, we'll just prep all the buildings and get them clean and and freshened up. 
uh, for the year. And then that's kind of our, that, that June and early July are our, uh, kind of our PM time for maintenance and stuff that, that maybe we haven't got to for the rest of the mm -hmm. year. Um, but it's with a spring like we had, it's, you know, we, we waited a while before we could do some of it just because of the snow and stuff. But um, we're, we're, I think we're, we're in a really good spot right now. We're, we're set. So take a look at the schedule. you got a whole bunch of stuff there. There's three big headlining acts. Obviously, you talked about rodeo. Rodeo is changed this year going out into the outdoor arena Yep. because we don't have room for it. We can't do two things inside at once. you got three well, big concerts. It, it, it was just such a huge transition. And we, we were really putting in a ton of overtime to have the concert on Thursday night, tear down the concert, and and then set up rodeo and be ready for rodeo Saturday morning if, if we had slack. Um, and we have had mm -hmm. slack. So um, it's it's just been, uh, you know, it's it, it's been a huge, huge overtime project uh, for the last few years. And talked to Jamie, and, and Jamie was all about going to the outdoor arena so that we could do these other two concerts. And uh, so Rodeo will be in the outdoor arena, which I, I think will be a, a kick. I, mm -hmm. I think it'll be super fun. And and then we'll have the the three concerts. So putting Rodeo out there opened us up to, to bring more to the community and, and give them, you know, plenty of opportunities to do all kinds of stuff. So. Well, you just saw the commercial, Lone Star, Midland, and John Wolf all playing here in town. How did you guys land those those acts? I mean, Lone Star is well-known, multi-platinum. They've had numerous number one hits. How, right. how did you guys, in Midland, up? they're not really up-and-comers. They're there. Right. How did you score them? Before, before they even had their 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 big two first hits, um, actually, Dawn McLean in the office um, really liked Midland and she said we should try to get these guys and she let me hear them and, and this was like maybe maybe three weeks four weeks after fair mm -hmm. and I got on the phone and called Tom who's the guy we go through uh, and and Tom made some calls and, and he was actually with them when I called and asked him I said hey we really want Midland so we got Midland pretty early and we got them at a price where we I, we couldn't afford to bring Midland to Klamath right now we absolutely could not afford to bring them here um, but we got them early and we got them at a price that we could do that. And then this will probably be one of the last small shows they do. Right. Uh, John Wolf, uh, I actually had a couple of his songs on my Spotify, but, uh, Tori, Victoria Haley, uh, she said, Hey, we should try to get him. So we, we went after John Wolf and then, um, we wanted somebody that had a name everybody knew and had a, so a song that everybody could sing, and that, that was obviously Lone Star. Mm -hmm. So we went after Lone Star, and we got all three of them, and here we are. So and, I think it's a good lineup. One of the cool things that's happening this year is Lone Star's on Saturday night. Right. And, and something we kind of put together here recently is that's actually going to be Military Appreciation Night. Right. Uh, if you checked out an interview we did just the other day, actually it was uh, last night, if I remember correctly, we talked to Commissioner Derek DeGroote, who is in charge of the local uh, VA office here in town, Veterans Services office here in town. And they're actually giving out 400 tickets to right. active and, and veterans, active duty military and veterans here in town. You just got to go show your ID at the office. That's pretty cool. Right. At the VA office. Yes. Yeah. Not the yeah. fairgrounds office. No, no. <laughs> you, to get your free ticket, you gotta go to the VA office. Right. Up on Vandenberg. Right. No, I think it's I think it's really really cool and and you know it kind of backs up the signs that come into town that that we honor our veterans and I I think it's a really good deal. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm excited to see that one. And yeah, that'll, that'll be going that'll on. be fun. Um, 
So you talked a bit about the rodeo moving outside, and you know Jamie is the guy who who runs all that. Right. And, and is he he's pleased with being outside. Is Jamie he... Berg? Yeah. Yeah. I, I he's excited about it. You know, uh, me and him have said several times rodeo should be outside, and it's it's August. It's it's fun. It's it's warm. It's a, it's a good time outside. Mm-hmm. Um, if it rains a little bit. That, that's rodeo, you know. Uh, I don't. I, I don't anticipate it raining, but um, no, he's yeah, he's really good with going outside, and and we're excited about it. I I wish we had uh, more capability for grandstands, and it's going to be limited. So you're if you want to go to rodeo, get your tickets now, uh, because I you know about two thousand people what is what it's going to hold, and and uh, typically, you know, most of the rodeos have been twenty, twenty three, twenty four, twenty five uh, hundred. So. Mm-hmm. So if you want to go, get your tickets and get them early um, because it's first come, first serve. Uh, and and we are really concentrating on working on that so we can improve that and, and get everybody that wants to go in there. But uh, for this year, it's going to be limited to about 2,000. All right. So get your tickets early. Uh, tickets for rodeo are on sale at the box at, at the fairgrounds office. Yes, sir. As well as the three concerts, right? Yeah. And yeah. online, all of them. Everything's online this year and, and at the office. Now is, uh, is any of the fair tickets uh, available yet? I know camping was done a while back. Yeah, that's all done. The RVs have been done. Um, uh, I th- don't think we're selling Jason's wristbands uh, the car- for the carnival yet, um, but everything else is, is available through the office. So what other entertainment do we have this year? Oh, man, the, the free entertainment is... Um, well, you have Catchpin and and the stage down by the food court, the big stage. But uh, Alfred and Seymour, the Rock Bottom Boys, uh, the band Fresh, which I'm really excited. They'll be in the Catchpin also. Uh, Jesse Lay and um, uh, oh, the kid from Corvallis. I'm, I'm losing his name. I've got it somewhere. Um, Jackson Mickelson. That sounds familiar. I think I've heard that before. I, uh, yeah, he's just recently signed. Um, he he could very well be on our big stage, uh, one of our concerts by next year. I, I look for him to blow up. Um, he'll also be playing in the catch pin. Um, so we've just got a great lineup. Uh, Alfred and Seymour are hilarious. Uh, have watched several videos. I'll look them up if you if you don't know who they are. They're super funny. Um, the Rock Bottom Boys. Uh, play a very I don't uh, hillbilly twangy music mm-hmm. but it's uh, maybe a Aerosmith song or a uh, uh, Ozzy Osbourne I know they, they play crazy train and you wouldn't know you were listening to it until you listen to them for a minute and you go wait wait a minute that's crazy train <laughs> <laughs> and they're and they're funny they're they're animated they're they're just really fun to watch um, the magician uh, I don't remember the magician's name, but that guy is really funny too. Uh, Brad's World of Reptiles. Um, he brings alligators, snakes, you know, all kinds of stuff. He'll be in Hall One in the Lindman Hall. Um, uh, Tana Banana, Steve's Balloons, um, Farmer Phil, Tumbleweed Ponies. Uh, all kinds of stuff. And then there's some pay to play things, the water balls that we typically have, the rock wall, uh, European bungee. Um, there's there's stuff to do for everyone. Mm-hmm. And then we're adding a stage um, this year on that front lawn, like where the zip line was. Mm-hmm. We call it the memorial lawn. Um, there'll be another stage up there that will have 
maybe the magician on it or, you know, just some of the two people acts. Um, and there won't be chairs and tables, but it's in the lawn. It's in the grass. You can just sit down. It'll be under a tent. It'll be in the shade. Just a good place to kick back and relax a little bit. Very good. All sorts of fun stuff going on. Lots. Lots of stuff happening. Um, so you mentioned Jason and Wold Amusement. So they're coming back. Mm-hmm. They've been last three years, two uh, years. I believe this is Jason's, this will be his third year. This will be the third year. Right. Any idea what he's going to be bringing? I don't know the names of all of them. <laughs> I know he'll bring a Ferris wheel because <laughs> I'll choke him if he doesn't. But uh, no, he, uh, he Jason brings us about 21 rides. 20, I th- you know, he's tried to up it every year. We started at 18, I think. Uh, plus, that's not counting the the games. Um, I think this year it, it'll be 21, 22, 23, somewhere around that. Um, and he brings all sorts of rides. He brings he, the excitement rides, the kiddie rides. Yeah, he brings one for every age. Um, he he's just. He's just been an outstanding partner. Um, he, you know, right off the bat, uh, went his very first year here, went to the, the kids auction on Sunday, uh, I think bought two animals mm-hmm. and uh, donated them back to be sold again. Um, he's just, yeah, right from the get-go, the guy's uh, been a partner, not just uh, somebody you're working with. You right. know? I mean, he's, he's really invested himself in our community, and uh, I think it shows. I mean, he's he's a better carnival than we've had in years and being not on the I five corridor, it's not easy to get him to come here. Um, but he's, he's shown that it can work and, and a, a good quality carnival is, is really nice to have for fair. It is. And, and I would to say that what he has put together the last few years have just, it's been really good. Yeah. So, um, and spring carnival to reiterate is not fair. Yeah. Spring carnival is not fair. <laughs> if you're just tuning and it's in, it's not fair if you say bit, it no. is. Um, so, now, fair is, we've talked about entertainment, we've talked about carnival and things like that. That's just a part of it. What really is fair? Fair to me is uh, a bunch of people working really hard to bring Sunday to uh, bring some buyers in and to make all the hard work for them kids pay off. Uh, Sunday's all about, or fair's all about Sunday to me. Uh, the rest of it, meaning the auction, meaning the auction, the rest of it's just fluff for Sunday's auction. Um, it's, it's why Sunday's, uh, a free day. We want to get people into that auction and let them know what's going on with it. Um, it's, it's why we won't have big entertainment on Sunday because I, I, I won't compete against the kids for, mm-hmm. for their, uh, auction prices. Um, it's, it's really, I mean, the, that auction is putting a lot of kids through school. It, it's putting, uh, all their hard work's getting paid off on that day, and that's what that—that's what the whole thing's about. Mm-hmm. Um, for for us, uh, and I think I can speak for the fair board on that. That everything else is just fluff, and and we want it to be the best time it can be. But it really is for the rotary auction on Sunday. Okay. Um, and talking about the animals and things like that, uh, there there's some new new gates coming, some new pins and right. and things the in, inside the barn that's, that typically has the sheep and the hogs in it. Those are being those pins, those green pins, they're being transitioned out, and some new ones are on their right. way. Can you talk a bit right. about that? Yeah. So so Tracy uh, Reed from Extension and and her team uh, came up with uh, kind of having a, a fundraiser night uh, auction type banquet mm-hmm. um, a few years ago and. Uh, you know, the, the first year we bought uh, new show rings for, for I th- think, for everybody. And, and now we're working on replacing all the old pins. Um, we're 
probably close to having, I don't know, d don't yell at me, Tracy, maybe half of them done. Um, most of most of swine will cover this year. You mm -hmm. just we, you know it's 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 a very big purchase and and we can't do it all at once. Um, the fairgrounds is throwing in uh, what they can help with and um, what what was raised at the uh, banquet mm -hmm. will pay for the rest. Um, and then each year we'll just contribute to that. And and by I would think you know we should we should have them in there by next year. The rest of them. Um, so yeah, uh, just trying to clean everything up and get new stuff for everybody, and it, it just takes time. Now, for somebody who's not familiar with the pins or what they're used for or why, why you know maybe they'll look at the old ones and go, ah, they still work, they're still solid. What's why upgrade or change out from the old ones to these new ones? Because they don't work and they're not still solid. <laughs> <laughs> they are. They are probably. Um, I, I would. I would guess that the newest ones were probably thirty years old. Um, and they've just been beat up and repaired to the point where we, we've got to phase them out. Mm -hmm. Not to mention the fact that we, we uh, last year was the first time I think we've had to in a while, but we had to go to Medford and borrow some because we just didn't have enough. Um, this will, we'll, we probably won't get rid of all of the old ones, but it is something we can auction off at that banquet and let some of these kids that are, are raising uh, you know, sheep, uh, pigs, and goats uh, could probably purchase some of those at the auction and, and have a little bit of a payback to us. Um, that being said, uh, it, it was it was something that was it's been needed for quite a while. Um, we we've piecemealed some together and, and mm -hmm. welded and and uh, fabricated on them to the point where they they just need to be replaced. All right. It, for people who may be just tuning in, uh, we're talking here with Todd Hogarth, fair manager of the Klamath County Fairgrounds. Uh, we've been talking a little bit about the, the fair that's coming up here in just a few short days, uh, August 1st through 4th over there at the Klamath County Fairgrounds. Uh, one more question before we go to break here uh, for the people who may have just tuned in. Uh, a quick reminder, what can people expect at this year's fair? Uh, carnival. Uh, lots and lots of free entertainment. Uh, three really, really good concerts, uh, an outstanding rodeo with, with a great history at the fairgrounds and, and the fair. Um, we're, we're just going to have a really good time for four days. Sounds good. Awesome. Tickets are available at the fairgrounds office. Yep. And as we mentioned before, Saturday night is military appreciation night, 400 tickets being available to active duty and veterans. You just got to go up to Klamath County veteran services up on Vandenberg road, get your ticket. Um, and with that guys, we're going to take a commercial break. We'll be right back in two minutes with some of your questions for Todd. If you have one, now's a good time. Get those in the comments below. People say I got a big shows at this year's Klamath County Fair. Thursday night, August 1st, rooted in tradition in both sound and style, the Trio Midland. Cigarettes burn the 2018 ACM Awards New Vocal Group of the Year, Midland, Thursday night, August 1st. Pre-sale party zone tickets are 30 bucks and general admission are 10. Friday night, August 2nd, newcomer John Wolf will bring world-class country music from the American heartland to the stage at the Klamath County Fairgrounds. John Wolf. It's the girl in Pre-sale party zone tickets are $10 each. And Saturday night, August 3rd, touting several platinum selling albums, 10 number one singles, and multiple ACM and CMA awards. Woo! And now at the Klamath County Fair, Lone Star. What about now? Why should we wait? 
Pre-sale party zone tickets are $15 and general admission are 10 at the fairgrounds and online at KlamathCountyFair.com. You can have your car taken to the shop of your choice. So my friend had her car taken to Excel Auto Body because she heard about their reputation for excellent work. They even gave her a written warranty that's good for as long as she owns that car. So Excel Auto Body is a very smart choice. Hi, I'm Rourke, owner of Excel Auto Body. No matter if the damage is minor or major, you'll want to choose us now. So if you are ever in an accident, you'll be ready. And remember, it's your choice what body shop you go to. Choose Excel Auto Body. It's your car, our reputation. Slow down. Slow down and move over. And move over. When you see lights, vests, all reflectors, please give us some room. Slow down and move over. When you need us, we've got your back. Do you have ours? You got our back? You got ours? You got our back? Please, slow down. And move over. Well, friends, Brian Gailey, Clown Falls News. Welcome back to Ask Klamath. This is our 10th episode of season number four. It's our season finale, and it's brought to you by the Klamath County Fairgrounds. This section actually is brought to you by the fairgrounds. You can see their logo there in the corner. We're talking with Todd from the fairgrounds. It is just all fairgrounds for the whole show. Um, happening this weekend, actually tomorrow, is the Klamath Freedom Celebration. It's July 3rd, July 4th, tomorrow, Independence Day. Hope everybody out there celebrates safely. Um and respectfully to everybody else around them. But if you're looking for a party, it's going to be at the fairgrounds. Climate Freedom Celebration is coming down. Food, vendors, music. Um, Eagle Mania is going to be there playing inside on a stage. There is some stuff happening out there, all sorts of stuff. A lot of things going on. Um, so you're going to want to, you're definitely going to want to check that out. You know, parade downtown on Main Street at 10 o'clock, and then the whole party begins off down there after that. So, um, Fairgrounds has a lot of things going on. Not as much this weekend because you guys are taking kind of a, a break this weekend a little bit. Uh, some private events that I know of, I believe, and, right. and whatnot. But to see what they can do for you and what else is going on, head over to kcfairgrounds.org. All right. So talking, we, we talked a lot about the fair itself in the last in, before our last commercial break. We talked a bit about you and how the, the history and things like that. And I'd like to actually talk a little bit about funding. And, and it's, um, you know, it's Klamath County Fairgrounds, but it's, it's a part of the county, but it's not. Can you explain that? Um, well, we, we, we're absolutely a county department, um, but we're not funded by the county. So we, we receive transient room tax. Um, so it, it's, it's, I always say we're the gray duck in the, in the black duck pond, but uh, it's, it's just... It's a little different than any other department, for sure. Um, we have a liaison, Derek DeGroote, and he does an outstanding job. And he's, you know, opened up a lot of uh, good communication between us and the county and, and to, 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 to the point where we're just in a really good spot with the county and, and uh, are, are really proud to be a county department. Mm -hmm. so, um, but that being said, we, we also have a fair board that runs us um and that's that's who we answer to and they meet once a month and and uh it's 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 just a different situation right but it's a good situation i mean i i think we work well together so the funding doesn't come out of the county general fund no it actually is is developed in other methods what are those methods so we we 
we get transient room tax, which is a percentage of everybody's stay that stays in a hotel room. And that's pretty much our funding. Uh, this year, that'll be about $800,000. Um, we get what we create in revenue. That's, you know, going to be about $350,000. Uh, we get $53,000 from the state. Every fairgrounds in the state of Oregon gets that 53000 mm -hmm. Um Almost lost some of it this year, but but because they were f some some very special representatives and senators were fighting hard for us, we kept that. Um, there are fairgrounds in the state of Oregon that that's 50% of their entire budget, if not all of their budget. Um, so that, you know, it's important that we keep those state funds. Um, and, and then... Uh, our auctions. Uh, those, that's our funding. Uh, that's it in a nutshell. That's every dime we get. So you mentioned that there's about 350000 that's revenue earned by the fairgrounds. That's going to be the rentals that we were talking about earlier? Exactly. Yeah. And, and then so the transit room tax is going to be the heads and beds. Right. right. When somebody, when you stay in a motel and you pay that little tax, it's right. $99 plus tax. It's the plus tax. Right. And that started... Um, when jo when John was fair manager, uh, he he went to the voters, uh, asked for six percent, and at that time we were the only ones getting the transient room tax. There, I don't believe there was a transient room tax in the county prior to that at all. Uh, probably the state, which mm -hmm. the states is two percent, I think. I don't know what it was then. Um, but John started that uh, for funding for the fairgrounds and to get us out of the um, the general fund, basically. Um, went to the voters, got it on a ballot, and it was passed. And then, um, I believe, late 80s, early 90s, um, it went to the voters to add 2% to that for tourism and uh, museums. Mm -hmm. Prior to that, um, the Fair Board agreed to give, I, it's, it's close to 2% of our portion, it's one point something, to tourism and uh, the museums prior to that. So that comes out of the end when we get ours. Um, that transient room tax, we only get what's in the county hotels. So city hotels, we don't get a percentage of their stay. Um, if, you know, if more of the county gets annexed, we're going to lose more transient room tax. Mm -hmm. um, so um, it's had a it's had a significant jump in the last couple of years. Um, I think my first year we got 500,000, maybe even a little less. Um, towards at eight now um so it's it's helped we've been able to catch up on some stuff that we should have had replaced a long time ago um but yeah that that's our funding that's that's where it comes from and that's how we get it so you you mentioned that that the the the, the room tax that the fairgrounds receives is of the area not inside the city of Klamath Falls. It's the county, right? The Correct. city area stuff is not. So the hotels that are downtown or on Main Street are not, not included. Shiloh, any, anything on Main Street, mm -hmm. you know, uh, anything on South 6th Street below the Altamont cutoff. Is. So it is, so Crater Lake Lodge, right? you know, the, the places up around Chiloquin and for, for that area, the new hotel at the casino. The casino won't won't have to the casino but, doesn't right. okay um so a lot of those different places the airbnbs i would assume yeah of, of those areas and, and we think that's probably where the big the big increase is coming from i mean the hotels are you know there's um there's the hotels across the street from the fairgrounds and up south sixth street there's the um the 
hotel out by the bowling alley. Mm -hmm. You know, there's 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 a lot of hotels in the county, but um, but there's a lot in the city too. Running Y is a good one for us. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's the county hotels. So so the caveat to that though is if if the city were to ever move forward in expanding the city limits to include like the urban growth boundary, you may lose a lot of those. Right? Absolutely. Yeah, we would we would lose a, a huge chunk. Which probably probably two thirds of our, our funding would be gone immediately. Okay, good to know. Yeah, you know, the, it's not saying that progress isn't a good or bad thing. It just could affect others. Yeah, no, no, it, so. it, would, it would definitely have an effect. All right. Uh, so going back, state was just fifty three thousand dollars right. in your funding. Um, the the county the, the no money out of the general fund at all. No. Nothing. Nothing out of the general fund. And so rentals and then your, your like gate fees to fare and stuff like that. Sure. So. Sure. Yeah. The, the, the revenue that we create. Um, and I, I mean, that's uh, it's it's good mm -hmm. and we're doing we're doing really well, but it, it never, you know, on our own. We couldn't stand on our own if we weren't supplemented by transient room tax. And, and so the fairgrounds is a county department. Is there any other county departments that also generate an income? Um, I'm, I'm sure. I mean, dog, dog control would. Uh, I think the library uh, definitely does. Uh, I'm, I'm sure they all have fees and stuff, but we're, we're definitely different in that aspect. And it's, uh, you know, it's it's hard to, uh, well, for instance, fair. Mm -hmm. fair. Fair is in August, but you pay a lot of bills for the fair before it happens. Um, but those bills have to be in in the budget before fair actually starts. So uh, you almost have to, to keep a line item so you know what fair costs you because it's you're really paying for the same fair out of two budgets. Um, so so that's that's hard to do. Um, but it's it's doable. I mean it's just uh, you know you gotta you gotta play with it a little bit to figure out what 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 you owe in in one budget year because you're you're actually paying for two fares. All right. Anything else that you want to, we're actually running a little long on time, but is there anything else you want to add about uh, the funding and, and expenses and things like that? No, I just, I, I think it's important that people know that, you know, uh, it is their fairgrounds. Um, we do a lot of free events for the community, uh, host them, put them on. And that's what you're supplementing us for, you know, the the water user meetings, the Jordan Cove meeting, any any communal meeting like that. Um, typically, we there's no charge for, and and people might not know that, um, but we we are your fairgrounds, and we are there for those kind of events. Um, you just give us a call, and we, we'd be glad to host something like that for you if it's truly communal. And sometimes it's maybe youth oriented, and and then there's a you know we have a cut rate for that too. So. Very good. Well, guys, we're actually going to be taking our last commercial break here in just a moment. If you've got a question for Todd, go ahead and get that in the comments below. Uh, we'll be actually taking those in this next section. We'll be right back. People say I got a Big shows at this year's Klamath County Fair. Thursday night, August 1st, rooted in tradition in both sound and style, the Trio Midland. Burn the 2018 ACM Awards New Vocal Group of the Year, Midland, Thursday night, August 1st. Pre-sale party zone tickets are 30 bucks and general admission are 10. Friday night, August 2nd, newcomer John Wolf will bring world-class country music from the American heartland to the stage at the Klamath County Fairgrounds. John Wolf. It's the girl in Texas. 
Pre-sale Party Zone tickets are $10 each. And Saturday night, August 3rd, touting several platinum-selling albums, 10 number one singles, and multiple ACM and CMA awards. Woo! And now at the Klamath County Fair, Lone Star. What about now? Why should we wait? Pre-sale Party Zone tickets are $15 and general admission are 10 at the fairgrounds and online at KlamathCountyFair.com. You can have your car taken to the shop of your choice. So my friend had her car taken to Excel Auto Body because she heard about their reputation for excellent work. They even gave her a written warranty that's good for as long as she owns that car. So Excel Auto Body is a very smart choice. Hi, I'm Rourke, owner of Excel Auto Body. No matter if the damage is minor or major, you'll want to choose us now. So if you are ever in an accident, you'll be ready. And remember, it's your choice what body shop you go to. Choose Excel Auto Body. It's your car, our reputation. Slow down. Slow down and move over. And move over. When you see lights, vests, or reflectors, please give us some room. Slow down and move over. When you need us, we've got your back. You have ours. You got our back? You got ours? You got our back? Please, slow down. And move over. Hello, friends. Brian Gailey, Klamath Falls News. Welcome back to Ask Klamath. We're joined here today by Todd Hogarth, fair manager of the Klamath County Fair Grounds. If you've uh, not been following along, we've been talking about all sorts of fun stuff. And we got some more fun stuff we're going to talk about right here. The ultimate fair experience. I don't know if you guys have heard us. If you've been watching Ask Klamath, you've heard us talk about this before. If you've been on our page you, or website, you've seen it as well. We partnered with the Fairgrounds, Wold Amusements, Diamond S Meat Company, Ace Towing, the Great Northwest Pro Rodeo, and Shasta Family Dental to bring you, as I said, the ultimate fair experience. Right now, you can enter in, uh, enter your name and your email address for a wonderful prize package that includes two tickets to each of the three concerts, Midland at John Wolf and Lone Star. You saw their commercials. Uh, two tickets to each night of the rodeo. Four Golden Carnival wristband coupons. Those are going to be the, the wristbands that get you on the carnival rides all weekend long. Four 2019 season passes to the fair, and we're going to give you 100 bucks in fair food as well to spend there. Enter online, klamathfallsnews.org slash ultimate fair. You can check it out there. As I said, name, email address, and you're in. We also have prizes for second and third place as well, so somebody out there is going to win. It might as well be you, klamathfallsnews.org slash ultimate fair. And Todd, I want to thank you for being a part of that and helping us bring that together. Yeah, that, no, was that was a lot of cool stuff that we that's, put there. That's a cool gig. I might, I might try to win that myself. Well, you know, there are restrictions for, <laughs> for fair managers and board members and, and things like that. Yeah, it's that fine print. But yeah. name, email address, it's all we need. Confallsnews.org slash ultimate fair. So, Todd, this is a section we actually call our soapbox. It's sure. a time where our guests get to talk about whatever it is that's on their mind, what happens to be on your mind today. Uh, I, I'm thankful for the opportunity to come down and, and kind of tell people how it works down there and, and what we're doing and, and what our plans are for the future, which we have a lot. Um, you know, we're, we're in the process right now of uh, contracting out with LRS, and we just received uh, some 10-year plan kind of blueprints. Um, the board mm -hmm. uh, will be going through those in, in a work session after FAIR. We're probably going to put them on the burner for a little while, but... Uh, <clears throat> we're going to look at those and, and, you know, come up with something. And, and uh, I'm excited about that. I'm excited about the change and the, and the way we're going. 
um, the fairgrounds was laid out a long time ago, and and a lot of the footprint uh, screams horse racing, mm-hmm. and we haven't had horse racing for a long time. So there's there's a lot of footprint there to work with, and a lot of things we could do uh, to improve our facilities. And I mean, I, I think right now we're we're one of the best fairgrounds in the state. Um, I, I like to be the best fairgrounds in the state before I before I step out of the job. So, <laughs> um, but I, I I think we're making strides that way all the time. So. For people who have maybe traveled to some other fairgrounds or maybe not have traveled to some other fairgrounds, what separates Klamath County from some of the other ones or, or makes it stand out? That event center, for sure. Um, Douglas County has a fantastic new facility that's brand new. Um, but we, you know, we, we just have a, a great fairgrounds. It's, it's, for one thing, it's right smack in the middle of town. Um, it's easy to get to for everybody. It's... Um, it's got, I, I think, some of the better buildings and facilities in town. The, the, the Steelwell Arena is, is as nice as some fairgrounds have to, all together for, for their arenas. Um, and we we lucky enough to have two mm-hmm. and probably could use a third, really. Um, I mean, it's it's hard to even get a night in the indoor arena. Uh, I th- actually think they just opened it up for rentals, and it's already booked out for the year. Um so I, I think just going forward, I'd, I just would like to, uh, you know, see some, some improvements and, and to utilize our space a little better than we are right now. Um, but uh, we, we, we have an outstanding facility, and, and we really do have a great location. Parking is a pain, mm-hmm. you know, for fair. Um, for the rest of the year, I think our parking's adequate. Um, but there's some stuff we could do to, to increase parking and... Uh, and help out the community get to our fair a little bit because that that is a struggle and I get that. Um, so and and the fair board knows that. So mm-hmm. you know things we're looking into, um, things that we'd like to see a, a, a new outdoor arena coliseum type that that we could do whatever we wanted in monster truck shows concerts um, but outside venue, um, and 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 we're we're definitely. You know, there. Mm-hmm. Um, I know in Klamath County, that's that's probably a six, seven month uh, facility that you could utilize, but that opens up the event center for for a lot more events, and it's you know two years booked out right now. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, I I think we've got a, a great fairgrounds. Now, now, a couple of things that you just perked my ears on right there. You said that the event center is two years booked out. The, the Stillwell Arena, which is the one that's the kind of next to where the food court is for people who have right. been to the fairgrounds, it's that one there with where the uh, the show pins, show rings usually are. Right. You said that one came up and it's already booked out. Yeah, it, it, I think I'm, I could be wrong. She, she, she might not have opened it yet, so don't start screaming at Tara if, you, <laughs> if that's not true. But uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure um, she just opened that up uh, and, and it, yeah, it books out immediately. Yeah. So with all these things going on and this the the use of the fairgrounds the way it is now it's almost like a convention grounds. Are you turning things away? Do we able to are we able to cover no, all the stuff that comes no, in? No, we we absolutely turn things away on, on a weekly basis. Um, a lot of people think that uh, it's not as busy as it is, and and maybe we'll hold off on uh, trying to get the Lindman Hall, uh, you know, for a weekend or something, and think that it's open, but it's not. It it also is booked out almost all for the next year and a half. Um, the blue building has, uh, you know, availability, um, 
on sometimes on a quick turnaround, but even it's getting hard to get. Mm -hmm. Um, so, uh, you know, I, I would like to see at least two more meeting rooms built onto hall one and, and, uh, maybe even the hall expanded a little bit. Um, the, the blue building, um, you know, I, finding another home for that, another place to put a building, maybe twice its size, we, we could, we could rent it all the time. And, and, and another indoor arena or at least covered arena, mm -hmm. um, we, we could, we could definitely utilize that. So these are all things we talked to LRS about when they're in their plans and in the, in the 10 year plan. Um, I mean, it's for the fair board to say, not me, but I would love to see the outdoor arena built. Um, I think that would open up a lot of stuff for a lot of things. So would, would that be your, your, your dream kind of item to, to see in the next 10 yeah, years as an outdoor, I, an yeah, outdoor arena? A really, really good one. You know, something that seats 4,000, 5,000 people, maybe 6,000 people. Um, yeah, that, that would be my, that would be my, my wish list, I guess. All right. Yeah. It's exciting. Exciting yeah, times. It is. Let's take a look here and see what kind of questions we have. Um, speaking of Tara, she just popped on. It said she just started watching. Don't read anything she writes. Probably not even appropriate. For uh, so Douglas Warner, thanks, Doug, for your comment and question here. He says, you guys do a fantastic work. Just thought I'd shout that out there. You always do a tremendous amount. That's of, cool. Thank you, Doug. And it, and it cuts off there. What's the rest of it, Sam? You, uh, I've always had a tremendous amount of respect for this fairground crew. A tremendous oh. amount of respect Thank for the fairground Thank you fair very crew. much. That's very nice, Doug. Um, uh, Jeannie Pink Pickens is saying... Uh, <laughs> and I think this might be a poke here, uh, and I'm just going to go like this right here, just because we're just answer the question like that. She says, "Who's your favorite fair board member?" Oh God, it's not Jeannie Pickens, that's for sure. Uh, uh, favorite fair board member? I I'm going to go with uh, Terry because he runs his mouth less than anyone else. He is pretty quiet. Yeah, he's a quiet dude. Uh, only when he's in the fair board meeting, he you can't get him to shut up if you're talking to him privately. But yeah. All right. Uh, taking a look at a couple other questions here. Where'd they go? Get back here. Um, Amanda Blodgett says, how long does it take your crew to set up and prepare for the fair? See, Amanda Blodgett was a fair board member too. And, and she knows the answer to this. She's just, she's padding the stats is what she's doing. And, <laughs> and if she'd have been paying attention earlier, we covered that Amanda, but I'll tell her again. No, it, it literally, um, we start in, in June and the kids are working on it right now. Um, and without community help, we probably wouldn't get there. There's a lot of people that pitch in. Um, you, you know, even to have uh, 4th of July down there right now is almost a step backwards getting ready for fair because you, you're going to put, you know, three, 4,000, 5,000 people on the fairgrounds, and then we're going to clean that up and, and go back to where we were. But um, we start, you know, uh, as soon as the kids start, and my guys start even sooner than that, we start spraying, you know, for weeds and, and knocking down uh, what we can before the kids get there and then the kids get there you've got ditch banks and pastures and you know uh, outfields that need mowed and lawns that need mowed and trimmed and the girls what they do with the flowers from June basically June 10th to what you guys all see when fair rolls around is pretty amazing um, they work hard uh, they're constantly constantly in those flower beds and painting and doing bathroom uh, painting the bathrooms. I think the indoor arena and the hall two, um, the girls have already painted the bathrooms in hall two. And I think they're going over to do the, uh, 
Stillwell Arena after that. Uh, we'll do the railings. Um, so we, we start about, you know, we start a little bit before the kids get there, but it's really hard for us to get to some of the stuff that the kids do because we're still heavy in events and switching from events. And, uh, you know, most of our events we set up um, Wednesday, Tuesday through Thursday, and then have the event and do it all over again. Tear down the event and set the new event up. So, and and with four buildings running down there constantly, we're we're constantly doing a turnover from one event to the other. Yeah, there's always always something to do. Always, always there's always an do. event at the fairgrounds. A Amanda says I was late to the party and has one of these. Olympicons, She's always so. late to the party. It's okay. <laughs> we love you. Check in here for any more questions. I'm actually not seeing any. Uh, so thank you guys for getting those questions in. Yeah, um, any last thoughts before we wrap up today, Todd? No, I, I, I just want to encourage everybody to come to the fair. Um, it, it'll be a different fair than it was last year, and it'll definitely be a different fair than it was the year before that. And uh, that's what we hope you see. We hope you see the changes that are made, even though some of them are little. And um, but but we want you to have a different fair experience every year. There, like I said, we're we're a little pigeonholed on what we can do, but we do try to change things up. We try to bring in different entertainers. Um, and, and I, you know, you will not see somebody on the stage that you saw last year. So uh, come down, enjoy yourself, uh, talk to your neighbors and your friends, you know, get involved with your community and, and, and have, a, have a fantastic weekend. Sounds good. I can't wait. Me neither. All right, Todd, thank you for being a guest on our show today. And thank you, everybody out there for watching. This has been our season finale, season number four finale. It's our episode 42, 42 episodes we've been doing this now. And we're going to take a little break uh, around fair ourselves so that we can help out with the fairgrounds. As I said, in, in full transparency, I am a board member of the fair board. And, and so we're going to help with that as well. Uh, season five will be coming up to you around Labor Day. So about the time Labor Day comes around and about the time school starts again, we'll be back bringing you more guests here in the hot seat and talking about that. Um, again, thank you for everything. Uh, so if you didn't catch the entire broadcast, if you, uh, Amanda, speaking with you directly, uh, you can rewatch anytime you want. As soon as the show's done doing its thing uh, on Facebook, as soon as they're done doing their thing, you can rewatch anytime. You can also head over to AskClamath.com where you can watch any of the other 41 episodes we've got going on over there. Uh, if you liked it, if you've learned something, if you uh, if this was something that uh, you want to share with everybody, do that. Share it. Uh, click that share button there. Click the like comment that you liked it and, and things like that. let your friends and family know um ask klamath is a production of klamath falls news it's hosted by myself brian gailey off camera over there is my daughter samantha it's a family affair over there uh couldn't do it without her help as well so a special thank you to that to her uh normally we let you know our next guest but right now we're still booking that so if you're interested in being a guest coming in here and talking to our audience and talking to our guests uh let me know head over to askklamath.com or klamathfallsnews.org and drop me a line we'll love to chat with you about uh, getting you on the show um on behalf of my guest, that's it. Todd, thank you for being here. Thanks I appreciate it very much. Me, I can't wait for fair. Can't wait to see what's going to happen. And we're going to have some awesome times down. over there. It's going to be a good time. It's going to be a great time. Uh, guys, we'll see you around the basin. Have a good night.